It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's like, what What do you fear them doing that's going to hamper them? And what are you encouraged by what you're you're seeing with them coming out of the sage burning episode, uh, season? I mean, the sage burning, um, the sage burning series that we just saw perfect timing for the sage after the George Kirby comments and you bring in Jared Kelnick back. You've had a bad dozen games. I think that was a great time to break out the sage. I'm sure they're already selling it, you know, in the team store or simply Seattle's probably already got a shirt made up of it. But uh, going past that, what, what, what are you seeing from this series that you liked, I guess going forward? Yeah. What are some of the things that are going to hamper us? Yeah, no, winning because winning's good, right? So you got the winning taste back in your mouth, which is great. Um, uh, so that's good. Um, you know, this team is streaky. They they get you know, and I, I guess that's that's the baseball season when you have about nine seasons within a season. But over the last even last three years, they felt like when they're good, they go and they roll, and when they're bad, they kind of run into it real hard. And so, you know, we saw that over uh this last road trip and now hopefully you flip that switch and now you're you're back into it and you're and you're you got some momentum um you know so so i think generally the the idea that that they are rolling and that julio seems to be uh that the the guy and when he's the guy it doesn't take a lot of contribution down this lineup to help it out all you have to do is have kiosko run into one cal rally be him um, Suarez even run into one, although he's been scuffling, and I expect bad streak is he is that he's going to turn it on now, you know, just to get a little support. What concerns me if they're gonna if they're gonna fall down in these next sixteen games, it's just that they, they just don't have enough arms in the bullpen because you're going to be playing a lot of tight uh, games, you're going to be playing a lot of stressful close games, and you're going to need. Um, your high leverage guys. And, you know, back when they traded Seawald, I totally understand why they did it. And I'm not going to hear like relitigate that. There's no point because it's, it's water under the bridge, but you need high leverage guys to compete in these kind of games. And I feel like they might be short, like a high leverage guy, because there's not been another person who has really stepped up. Topa has been great. And he is, He's made his way into high leverage. Brash is a dude. Munoz is a dude. But you might need one of those other guys to just give you and, I, and like the Swanson, the Swanson of last year. That's the analogy, right? And I don't know who that guy is right now. 
Now they might present themselves over the next 16 games, but you love to have them now. So as much as this bullpen has pitched this year, uh, given, you know, what they've had to do and the innings they've had to cover, I think they're tired. And I just think that you need one more badass dude out there throwing 97 fuck you shit that um, they just don't have. So that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's a big concern. And then, and then the last one is been their concern all, all year. This team does not manufacture runs. It's just, and, and you like when they do and you like when they can you know hit in the gap and run and keep the pressure on and pass the baton and all that stuff. But the reality is when they hit the ball in the ballpark, they win. And when they don't, they, they, they're inconsistent because, because, because there's a lot of swing and miss in this, in this lineup. There just is. So, that's the other one is that as you are going in these games, um, you're going to have to face an, an Astros bullpen. That's pretty good. The Rangers bullpen is okay. Uh, and when you are in these tight games and have to score, I just get worried about being dominated by good arms and not being able to get those runs that you need when you need them. So those are my big concerns, but listen, like I said, at, if you would have told me prior to the start of the season, um, that they'd be in this position on this date. And if you were to give me this exact standings, the exact thing, you know, on March 25th, uh, on 9-13, I've been like, yep, I'll take it. Let's go. I mean, because that's all you can ask for, right? The, your ability, your your destiny to play uh, and win the West. That's all you want. And the last thing I'd say is I've had this thought over the last week or so. It's so weird because expectation, you know, we've talked last time I was on my, my only other spot start this year. We talked about everything in life is a function of expectation. And I truly believe that. But all that being said, like they have meandered their way to this point. And, you know, they, this, this team is in the window that you thought they would be in when Jerry, articulated his plan he'd say in 20 in 22 we're going to compete and we might sneak okay. in in 23 we're going to we're going to be highly competitive which they are and and to act like this is a uh if they don't do it this year they're fucked is so wrong when you look at this core like i want them to do it this year and 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 i don't know how far they're going to go but the what, what what's exciting for me as a longtime suffering mariners fan is that this window with this young core seems wide open? All all the other parts are kind of bolt-ons, right? Like the 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 the, the non-sustainable parts are bolt-ons. Teoscar Hernandez is a bolt-on. Suarez has become a bolt-on. Ty France has proven himself he might be a bolt-on. But with this starting core, this pitching core, and the Julio and the JP and and you know. Like this window is wide open, so that's what gets me excited. I took your question and went to a far other place, but uh, I don't often get the chance to talk to you, so I get excited. That's fine. I I'll try to I'll I'll recap with some of the things that you said here. One, this is a bigger, longer discussion. Agreed. When Jerry's, this is the way it's going to go of the years. Yes, uh, agreed. Um, the pitching. We're missing two dogs out there. We're missing two dogs out there in the bullpen. Last year, you had Brash. You had Munoz. Maybe even 
maybe even a scarier Munoz. Uh, this year, I feel like you have a more refined brash. Uh, you lose, you lose Swanson obviously in the trade for Teoscar, but to me, that's that is a wash. But again, he's not out there. Teoscar, we're we're not in this position too if Teoscar's not doing what he does at the plate. And then, of course, you have to go out and you have to go and trade Seawald. I'm okay with the trade. The reason why you had to go with that trade is because you're missing a bat. You're missing you're missing uh, guys that can knock guys in and be consistent with it. So that goes back to what happened last offseason. Not going to go there because that's that's a debate. Like I, even if the Mariners win a World Series, I'd still give a bad grade to the offseason. But I'd be happy with. I'd be like, hey, it, it happened. That's the way it happened. So I leave that alone for now. But yes, we are missing somebody. We do need somebody to emerge. It looks like Topa is probably the closest thing. There's at times where I thought maybe Sacito was going was going to do it. There was times where I thought Spire was going to be that that guy. One more of one somebody from this group. I don't think it's going to be Leon. Um, but, but I mean, it is. You're just going to have to just like hitting. You got to have one guy. Yeah. That has the hot hand. We've seen Campbell. Maybe is is this the guy? But for guys to be able to go Too out young. back back to back nights, that's what we're we're having to look for, especially going down the stretch here in you know the sixteen games. I think the biggest key, yes, to me on the pitching side, honestly, is if the starters can go six. And sometimes you get a seven, seven innings out of them. But you know what? You're also gonna not maybe you might leave them in there a little bit longer. If you get more offense, if you manufacture more runs, you get them some rest. So you know, obviously, it, it'd be easy to be like, well, our inability to manufacture runs. I'll just go a little bit more nitpicky. The thing that I'm concerned about is what we've seen all year. We've seen some bad base running at times. Mm-hmm. I feel I agree like with the that. hitting's there. I agree with that. And that's yeah, you have you have even as great as Julio. He you know has a four hit night, hits his thirtieth home run, getting in the thirty thirty club. Uh, you know, but uh, you do kind of go back and you point at that anywhere he takes that run or we've seen caballero get a little bit too crazy out there we've seen ty france get waved maybe uh, we've seen people go through stop signs we've seen that all year we've seen some sloppy play yeah exactly and just other little itty bitty things we saw the mariners lose in chicago on the getaway game where they had somebody in a rundown at second base and couldn't execute the rundown pickle you know, game three here, I'm not going to lie, I was triggered when Topa made the turn and went back, but they executed it. And those are yeah. those are the little things, especially going down the stretch, and especially if you do get to the postseason. I mean, these good teams are going to make you pay. Uh, yeah. they're going, they're going to make you pay. They're just like flags in the NFL. If you give a team five downs, they're good teams are going to make you pay. If you give four outs. You know, it's yeah. going to cost you. So it's those little things. Those are the things that turn innings into like, hey, now uh, Kirby's pitching seven more pitches, eight, nine more pitches, uh, you know. Yeah. And when when you have airs like that and you give any of these teams extra outs, that's any my team. main concern hey, that's, is that's, not giving them extra outs is probably yeah. my 
my biggest concern because we're not going to score seven, eight runs a game. We're going to score four to five runs, and that's just who they are on a good day a lot of the time. So, like, not giving extra outs and just refining these little things that I've seen kind of uh, slowly yeah. creep back in here in the last couple of weeks. This this team um, has to play clean, and that's like that's like that that's a trite thing to say, but their offense isn't good enough to give up outs on the bases or, or frankly, to not have good at bats, you know, to like, um, I know this is a team that's a little bit in the, Hey, wait around for someone to run into one. And and then we get our runs. Um, but, and I don't think they're going to, you know, change, change overnight where all of a sudden they become a better situational hitting team. But for God's sake, you can't give away outs on the bases because someone might run into one, you know, or someone, you know, someone might, you know, find some grass. And so that I, I agree with you that, that, that I think that's a, been a bugaboo all year, kind of a low key bugaboo all year, just the way and we want all it. three of our outs. We want all three yeah, of our totally. Outs. I just, I, I don't think they've, I don't think they've run the bases great all year. I think there's been some weird kind of lapses. I think there's been some bad sends by ACTA. I think there's been some bad reads, um, just, I don't think they've been great there, but they, they got to get a lot better. The fielding, you know, I looked at their fielding the other day. They're, they're a top 10 defense. Here's a good barometer for how good of a, a defensive team they've been is when they make it error, feel surprising. Right. Cause like, it does. like because they, they are pretty good. Um, but I mean, Ty Francis made one error at first base. Yeah. You know what Gino's done? Uh, JP's had a pretty good season. Julio's Julio out there. You know the corner outfields. That I mean, you look at any team. Every corner outfield is sometimes an adventure. But uh, you know, I think at one point, Teoscar Hernandez also was leading the league in assists. So I mean, if you just go off of the stats, it looks great. But you know, there's just little things that I think a little tightening up down the stretch. Like I, I just, said, when I was bringing that clean. up, very nitpicky, very nit. Very nitpicky just because you, you, I was just picking something else that you weren't because I know there's more than one answer to this. But when question. they don't when they don't win, they don't win. You can point to something that j- like a good situational bat by Kilnick the other night gets it done, right? Just you know, how many times have you seen him three hundred three hundred and sixty-five foot out to center field? Just do it one time. Like so or there was that game earlier this year where I think Rojas made an error and they like not to nitpick, but when they when they lose, it's usually because they just aren't as clean as they can be. So that's I it. That's a, they beat I themselves. Bet. They beat themselves. There's not there's not many games in the last two months. Yeah, where they've just that got you can go out there and just be, where you're just right. like, or they did not get the tying run up to the plate mm-hmm. in the games. And so when you when when that happens, when when you're not getting beat beat like that you can point to a lot of the times you're probably beating yourself there's a good chance at least that you're beating yourself and as long as they don't beat themselves i think we're going to be in good shape especially in these next 16 games meaning you got to beat you got to beat the a's you have to beat the a's yeah, yeah. The Do- and probably sweep the dodgers them. probably sweep them yeah d- yeah exactly dodgers you know, you got to do what you're going to do against them. Two out of three would be amazing. amazing. Uh, m- m- could be a series where you only get one. 
depends on the matchups. Then you have to beat Texas and you have to beat Houston. That's pretty simple right there. Well, Texas, so, Texas is real. Texas, you know, I know Texas, I think won tonight. Uh, yeah. 10 nothing. But Texas is reeling. Like Texas is going to run into it. I, I think this is and we true. need to put we need to step on our throats. I mean, that's check, just what check, needs check, to happen. Totally. Check me if this is wrong. If it, but I believe that Texas had six all stars and five of them now are out for the year, which is wild. So, um, you know, they're 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 a struggling team right now and they still have some talent. They still can put up some offense, but. I think they're the most vulnerable to to just kind of nose nosedive here today, notwithstanding. Yeah. We haven't played them since you know those Mariners at the beginning of the year, the mm-hmm. ones that mm-hmm. all your rats jumped off the ship. Uh, you know, they threw their trumpets, they 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 chucked their cheese. You know, yeah. But, welcome back, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> hey, you. welcome back. I I, I love bandwagoners. Hey, any listeners a good listener to me. That's right. As long as you're liking and downloading, but you, you, we have not played Texas again in, in this state. And to be fair, we have to be aware of, you know, how Houston can be at this time of year. So um, it's, it's going to be very interesting. You're looking at one team that's getting stronger, getting their pieces back. You're looking at another team that's reeling. You, you throw in a Dodgers series, you throw in a Mariner series. It really, or, or you throw in an Oakland series, it really just comes down to that, really that Texas, you know, the two series with Texas. And as far as the West, you're going to have to win that series with Houston. Um, as long as you can get into that last week where you're one game out or you're somewhere in that area, one, one and a half, no yeah. more than two, you're in a good position for the AL West. And look, if you go into the wild card, uh, Somehow, some way, I feel like that number three spot's the kind of like the one to get again, you know, to go play in uh, Minnesota. Uh, but also, Mariners didn't have a winning record against Minnesota. But again, we were playing Minnesota when we were worse. So it's, I'm really excited to see the Mariners get back, which I feel like they're just right there back to that, that high level that they can play at. At the right time, I, I I'm just I'm just happy with the fact that we play the Rangers. Or excuse me, uh, Houston at all I, at our ballpark. I fucking hate that ballpark. I I, I hate Minute Maid Park. I just think it's a joke. I'm so tired it's a of house hating. of horrors. Well, it is. It's, it's but, what but it's I, what the Yankee Stadium was to the '95 yeah. to 2000. I'm just uh, tired of Mariners. Yeah, I get it. I'm just tired of hearing seeing Bregman hit 300 and. 31 foot home runs in the first row of the Crawford boxes. I fucking hate it. I hate that ballpark. <laughs> I hate, I hate everything about it. And I'm just, it's, I think it's, a, I think it's the shittiest park, like playing wise in all, all of the major leagues. Second now to, uh, probably Camden Yards, which they fucked up in a big way. That used to be a great ballpark and now yeah, they fucked that place up. They 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 I mean they dumpster fired that place, but I did yeah. So it's gonna be good. And again, if you would have told me on March twentieth or March twenty fifth when we were doing all our preseason stuff that they would be here right now, I would take it and run. How could you not? You you control your own destiny to win your the West and get a buy. And you are you have to you kind of have to really fucking fall apart 
to not make the playoffs right now. And if you ever get um, precious about a playoff appearance, then um, you are a very Johnny come lately Seattle Mariners fan. Well, I'll take all of them, Kobe. Let's just let's just get everybody get behind the Mariners here. Uh, this is fun and exciting. As much as every win is exhilarating, every loss is going to be painful. That's just what's going be. on. We're going on an emo- we are on an emotional coaster, uh, an emotional roller coaster right now, and the peaks and the valleys are going to get higher and lower with everything that we're doing. So enjoy the shit. Enjoy the shit because the carnival is going to be closed in less than 50 days. Okay. You know what's, so, you know what's cool? And, my, you know, and then we'll you be sitting I- here talking about hot stove shit. The worst time of fucking baseball 